This is a Hope 103.2 podcast. Welcome to Morning Devotions. This is Chris Switz. I like the old story of the man who heard that his neighbourhood was flooding due to heavy rain, so he got down on his knees and prayed, Dear God, save me from the coming flood. Now the water started to rise and a truck came past and the driver invited him to hop on board, get on the truck, and they'd go to higher ground. No, he said, God will save me. And the water level increased. A woman came by in a rowboat not, not long after. Jump into the boat, she said, and I'll take us both to safety. No, he said, God will save me. Well, by this time, he climbed into the top of his house and a helicopter flew by and let down a rope, only to refuse the pilot's offer of help. And the man drowned and he went to heaven, a very angry man. And God said to him, what are you doing here? He said, God, I'm mad at you. I asked you to save me from the flood that day and you didn't. And God smiled and said, look, I sent you a truck, a boat and a helicopter. How much more saving do you really need? Thinking about that story, which has lots of applications, trust is a bit like that. I think we want to trust God, but somehow in our nature we need to have him appear himself and tell us all the things that we need to do. And we often find it very difficult to accept what he sends us as his answer. And God does send many answers, if only we will see them. So it's like parachuting. In theory, it sounds fine, but to actually get a parachute and to do what it's designed for, you've got to get on the plane and jump out of it first. And that's the scary bit. So in life, we make bargains with God. Perhaps you've done this yourself. You say, okay, God, if this happens or that happens, then I will really know that it's you talking to me. And if that happens uh, today or tomorrow, then I'll trust you. But if I don't see some signs, well, I think it's just my imagination and uh, I won't listen to you anymore. Have you ever thought like that? I think that we do have problems in this area of faith. And we forget one important thing, that we can't see God, that God is uh, the unexpected God. He's mysterious. He's eternal. And we do forget that he may be standing there right in front of us. We don't see and we fail to trust him and lose the opportunities that he's given us. Is it because we're afraid to leave ourselves open like that? And I think the answer is yes. In Hebrews 11, verse 1, we have this tremendous verse from the Bible. To have faith is to be sure of the things we hope for, to be certain of the things we cannot see. So having trust is uh, described as confident expectation that God shares our lives because he's a loving God. Here is a God who wants the best for us, even when we don't understand what the best is, and even if it's painful. Trusting him means taking a different road in life to to what we think is best. In the Old Testament, Abraham and Sarah actually stared in astonishment when they were told that they would be the parents of a great nation. And they uh, knew they were too old to have children, and Sarah thought it was a big joke. But the promise was fulfilled despite their uncertainties, and it was fulfilled because they trusted God. And you remember Moses, he was told to go back to Egypt and to lead the people out of slavery. How could he, a man, go to Pharaoh and ask these people to be released? He was really fearful. He was uncertain and God insisted he go because it wasn't Moses that had the power, it was God. So you'll see that I'm saying that trusting God doesn't mean you won't have serious doubts. Uh, There are lots of people, the disciples, gave up their ordinary lives to come and follow Jesus. Uh, Jesus said, well, you know, come with me. There's work to be done. Trust me. So if if we're going to really trust God, we have to be open to what he lays out in front of us. And we've got to accept the answers that uh, God has. So it's all about trusting God. 
not trusting ourselves. So I think uh, it's worth thinking about for just a few moments. Lord, we want to praise you for being our Saviour. Our righteousness is not our own, but because of your sacrifice for us. And we can come into a, a peaceful relationship with you, O Lord. You've become our shield, and we find our safety and our refuge. And we trust in you today. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. This is a Hope 103.2 production. Thanks for listening. The God of the Bible is a talking God. All throughout Scripture, God is seen talking to people, first the prophets, then most fully in Jesus, and today through His Holy Spirit. When we choose to follow Jesus, the Spirit speaks to remind us of all that Jesus established and then apply it to our lives. So how does the Spirit speak? How do we know it's God? And what happens afterwards? I'm Tanya Harris of God Conversations. Join me as I explore what the Spirit is saying to us today. Everyday God Conversations will encourage you each week to learn from the God Conversations of Scripture, the ultimate God Conversation in Jesus, and how to hear the Holy Spirit for yourself. Subscribe to God Conversations at hopepodcast.com.au or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, it was never meant to be a one-way conversation.